Hello and welcome to the 16th episode. You notice she puts the emphasis on 16, almost <laughs> as if we've recorded a previous version of this in which she referred to it as the 17th episode. I like to think ahead. <laughs> the 16th episode of the DFB podcast. I am AJ Wolf. I write DisneyFoodBlog.com and I'm here with... Brad Johnson from WDWForGrownups.com. Introducing himself today. I, I like to mix it up. Keep a little spice in things. That's, you are pretty spicy, Brad. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, today we're going to talk about table service at the other parks. The I'm holding up a little air quotes parks. when I say air, the other parks. What is? What do you mean by that, well, Brad? Well, I'm glad you asked, AJ. <laughs> When I, when I talk about the other parks, I'm referring to the ones that maybe don't get their due. I'm, I'm talking about Disney California Adventure, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. All those parks that are always the second visited, More, never yeah. the first. And, and why are we talking about these today, you may ask? Well, it's in honor of AJ's new book, which is The Snack Guide to Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Brand new book. We've never done this one before, so that was... Months and months of research and calories. <laughs> the pains you go through. <laughs> That's true. So before we do that, we're going to do a little news. And then after we talk about table service, then we're going to talk about listener questions. And then we're going to do a little Brad trivia. puts the focus on listener there <laughs> because it's, it's almost <laughs> as though we taped this earlier. And he said reader questions yet again. For the again. time, yes. No. So... In fact, we're going to take listener questions, and then we'll do some trivia, and then we will call it a podcast. We will. Sounds good. So let's get started with the DFB Podcast. Hey, AJ, what's new? Is that how we introduce the news segment? <laughs> That's today's introduction to the news What's segment. New What's Brad new with Brad and AJ? <laughs> All right. Well, there's lots new with us, but we need to talk about what's new at Disney. Let's do. Let's, okay. Let's start with the most divisive piece of let's news. Let's. I don't know what divisive means. The most controversial. It's <laughs> a big. That's a big word. I saw on your lovely blog excellent pictures of the new Main Street Bakery. The new Main Street Bakery, also known as Starbucks. Dun dun dun. Main Street Starbucks. The Main Street Starbucks. Um, yeah, we're we're there's a there's a lot. Everybody's got an opinion on this. Yes, and and. Most of them feel pretty strongly, and I can say I don't. I I, I personally am, am a little disappointed that it doesn't have a little more um, homage to the previous incarnation of the Main Street Bakery. Um, I would have liked to have seen some more of the stuff from previous stay there, but mm-hmm. you know what can you do? I'm sure that people who are Starbucks lovers are delighted that they'll be able to get their be able to get their coffee. You yep. know, on the way into the park. Yeah. So. Yep. And just to clear up a few little things that people are concerned about, you know, the cinnamon rolls are not there anymore. You have to go to Gaston's Tavern to get those cinnamon rolls, and they're not a hundred percent the same, but at least it's something. The uh, ice cream cookie sandwiches, you can't get those there anymore. But go next door to the Plaza um, Ice Cream Parlor, and they're right there. Um, and you can use your Starbucks cards there, but you can't use your rewards there. So hopefully that hopefully that clears up a couple of questions people have. But um, yep, they're serving Starbucks uh, food, Starbucks drinks, and you can use the Disney Dining Plan snack credits to get 
several of the items there, including the coffee drinks. So that's a great deal for a lot of folks. So um, let us know how you feel about Starbucks. Leave us a comment on the podcast. Let us know if you like it, dislike it, you're excited about it. We're, we're excited to hear from you. And people haven't been shy about letting each other know what they think about it either. So I'm sure that, you know. I know. Stop being mean to each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> head on over to dmvpodcast.com and leave a nice comment about your opinion and that you can, uh, and you can accept other people's opinions. A nice opinions, rational so. comment yeah. about your opinion. Right. That's right. Okay. What's, what's next? Let's talk about some Disneyland news. Ooh, a little Disneyland news. Um, so you know about World of Color, right, Brad? What's World of Color, AJ? Well... <laughs> That's not the news. You should just say yes. World of Color is a nighttime spectacular at Disneyland. Um, but uh, you have been previously, you've been able to, of course, book um, meals like you can with, for the Fantasmic show that will get you uh, preferred seating or not seating because there's no seating, but preferred, preferred standing, standing yeah. at World of Color. You can still book those, but you cannot any longer book the picnics. The picnics are no longer available. So World of Color picnics have been discontinued. You can still book Wine Country Trattoria, Ariel's Grotto, but you can't do the picnics anymore. Just FYI. And then I saw, looking at your blog, that, in fact, there was some new uh, information out about the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. There is a little bit new. They're, they're just, they leak it out in little bits and pieces. We have a few of the menu items now. Um, we've, a, I should say a few more because we had a few of them before. Um, now we've probably got about 20 of the menu items that are going to be at those, um, world showcase booths. And, um, some of the most interesting, of course, there's going to be a brand new Scotland booth this year, as we know, as we mentioned last time. And one of the menu items there is going to be a Scottish salmon with cauliflower puree, watercress, and malt vinaigrette. So that's something you can look forward to at the Scotland booth. We haven't heard anything about haggis yet. So we've got our fingers crossed for the haggis. they got to have haggis, right? Maybe they'll have like a, a tribute to haggis no. of some sort. Um, over in Brazil, Brazil is coming back this year, and we're very excited about it. But I'm very, very excited about the fact that they're going to have crispy pork belly mm. at the Brazil booth, which I, you know... If it, has, if it has pork belly, I'm going to eat it. Even though there's cilantro in this one, I'm not excited about that. Um, over at South Korea, they have a kimchi dog this this year, which is reminds me a little bit, Brad, about um, over, over at, at uh, Blue Zoo. Over at Blue Zoo yep. in the lounge, they had that awesome hot dog. Yeah, I hope it's still there. I haven't I haven't double checked on it. <laughs> I haven't recently, been over there I, recently. I either, loved but, that dog. Yeah, and it's kind of like an Asian inspired hot dog, yeah. and I think that's maybe what they're going to be doing here at the South Korea. Booth Although too. here it has a mustard sauce, whereas over at uh, they've got a, a spicy ketchup on it. At the, that's Blue true. Zoo. At Blue but, Zoo. You know, if it's anything, the Blue Zoo one is exceptional. So yeah. if they, if I'm it, still excited to try this one. Yeah, me too. So there's lots more on the blog. Head over to our Disney Food News pin board. Um, or our Epcot Food and Wine Festival page, and you can be linked over directly to the menu items that we currently have. You can read up on everything you're going to be able to eat very soon. Right now, we have about 20 of those menu items. So, And then on another piece of uh, rather unpopular news, this one not as divisive because everybody, I think, universally does not like uh – Price plan, price increases, but I saw that the uh, Disney Dining Plan is uh, increasing their price. Yes, and I can't remember if we talked about this on the last. Let's assume we didn't. Or not. And go ahead and talk about it. All right. So the Disney Dining Plan for 2013. In the past, they've increased the prices once a year. This year, they've increased them twice. They're innovating <laughs> over at Disney. They they never they don't want to they want to push the boundaries. Maybe next year they'll increase it 16 times. Who can say? So, They're always trying new things. So at this point, um, uh, the prices that came out 
for 2013 last year. Um, those have bumped up by anywhere from one to five dollars, depending on which dining plan you're getting. So anybody who's booking from June 20th on is going to get those new prices. And, um, there are a few little specifics. Does it apply to Disney Vacation Club members? No. Um, and a couple of other specifics that if you go over to the blog, you know, read all the, read all the specifics on there of who it applies to and who it doesn't. But if you're just booking a regular Disney vacation package with the dining plan, the price is going to be higher for you, um, for the rest of the year. So, and we're guessing they will probably update it, you know, up those prices again for 2014. So <laughs> Disney is, Disney is never hesitant to, you know, get a little more of your money when they can. So, so. there, so there's the news for you today. All right. So next we're going to move on to talk about some, uh, other parks, other parks. So here we go. So, AJ, I've noted recently that you have an exceptional new book for available for about Animal Kingdom and Disney Hollywood Studios. And in honor of that, I thought today that we should talk about those two parks as well as Disney California Adventure, the other parks. The other parks. So The parks that don't get the love that they deserve. That's right. So we're going to talk about specifically about table service in those parks, which I have to say is somewhat limited. Compared to some of the other parks, they don't have the the quite the number of nothing's table service. Epcot. Nothing's yes, going right. to be Epcot. Nothing's going to be Epcot. You know, so you're never going to get the table service options in Epcot. But uh, we're going to we're going to run do a little rundown of some of our favorite places to eat at those various uh, Epcot. Parks. Epcot is the high school quarterback. You know. A student 4.0 when it comes to food, and you just sometimes you have to settle. Some, <laughs> all right, well, so I'm not going to go anywhere with that analogy. I'm just going to let it hang out there. Okay. And so let's talk first about Disney Hollywood Studios. How's that? That's great. So my favorite at Disney Hollywood Studios is 50s Primetime. And we're talking Cafe. table service, right? Just yes, table just service. just table service. Okay, even though the book is about snacks. Yes. We talked about snacks last time. Plus, we don't want to you know, spoil all the good stuff that's in the book. That's so true. We'll talk, we're talking about table service today. And I'm going to pick 50s Primetime Cafe, which I think is kind of a no-brainer in DHS. It used to be actually one of my favorite restaurants in any of the parks, it used to be, you know, we always made sure to go to, to uh, 50s Primetime while we mm-hmm. were there. Um, if you haven't been, it's kind of, it's set up like the idea that you're eating at, at mom's or your aunt's, I guess, or your uncle's. Uh, it's kitchen. mom's kitchen, but your right. aunt and your uncle and it's your cousin are you. serving right. you. And so you've got, a lot of times you have a TV at your table that plays old stuff, you know, old TV shows and stuff like that. You'll get yelled at if you put your elbows on the table and stuff like that. You always um, want to know the color of the soap in the bathroom so they make sure that you can... That you've washed Wash your, your hands. hands. Um, so it's, it's, it's blue. <laughs> so that's <laughs> kind of the vibe there. It's got, you know, as you would expect, kind of home cooking kind of food. Um, I always have been a fan of pot roast there. It's pretty good. Not not as good, not quite as good as Liberty Tree Tavern pot roast. Pot but, roast is good. Did you but, know, did you see on the Disney Food Blog we had a pot roast throwdown? I didn't. A couple of weeks ago? I missed that one. Yeah. Pot roast throwdown. We agreed with you, by the way. That Liberty, Liberty Tree Tavern used to be the clear winner back yeah. when they had the little onion strings in, yeah. the, in the the pot roast. But yeah. since they took it off, now they're kind of they're pretty much comparable with maybe a slight edge to. Liberty well, Brad, Tree you got to try the pot roast at Contempo Cafe and the Contemporary oh, yeah. Resort. It is my it is, favorite okay. pot roast. Yeah. Excellent. Anyway, anyway, back to fifties prime time. So. And then on the appetizers, the reason that it used to be one of my favorites and then fell out of fashion was they used to have the fried brisson cheese uh, as an appetizer that was delicious. Look, we're talking French again. We, we used to. 
We used to order two of those, actually, because we liked them so much. Um, then they took them off the menu, so it kind of fell out of rotation. Mm. And then they've since brought it back. Brought it a, back. And, I like to take credit for that. But you see that you, you feel like that was in Because in the, it, it was at the top of my... I did a We did a post on um, extinct dishes at Disney restaurants that you really miss. Yeah. And that, and was, that was my number one. And, Disney and was I like, think Disney was like, well, AJ, let's bring that back. If AJ wants it, let's bring it back. So bam, fifties is my pick for, for those reasons. Um, yeah. you know, obviously you don't have a tremendous number of selections and I'm sure a lot of people, you know, have different expectations, but that's, that's probably my favorite place to go. Fifties is a lot of fun. I, I love the, the, uh, fried chicken there. Fried chicken's my favorite. Aunt Liz's fried chicken. And they've got, uh, they got some really fun drinks there too. Um, from dad's liquor cabinet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are great and, and pretty unique, which you know these days at Disney restaurants, you, it's hard to find unique drinks sometimes. But I love fifties prime time. I, I always have a great time when I go there. So. But I've taken it. So what's your favorite? Ooh, so okay. So if you've taken fifties prime time, and then, and honestly, I I <laughs> vacillate between these two as far as my favorites because I think they're just so unique. So I'm going to take sci-fi dine-in theater, which gets a bad rap. You know, it's kind of the other restaurant in the park, quote unquote, you know, it's the other restaurant in the other park. Cause people, it's right. Cause people always talk about Hollywood round derby, which is fine. It's a good restaurant. You know, we have, we have positive and negative reviews of it, but sci-fi is so fun and interesting and unique. You're never going to eat anywhere like that anywhere in the world, except Disney world. And you sit in a car to eat, like you sit in a convertible car to eat, they have something on the menu called a picnic burger that has both a hot dog and a hamburger all smooshed together in one. I thought that the last round of uh, menu revision they did there really improved things. They brought back the ribs, which a lot of people were happy about. Yeah. But uh, I also love the drinks that they have on the menu. They've got lots of really fun drinks that you're just not going to find anywhere else. And they're they're very cool. So and the, like, the only complaints I have about sci-fi would be that the movie reel is not quite long enough. Because right. you're, you usually are back to the start. By and just the time. to clarify that, so people know, you're, the, the whole point of the restaurant, I guess we're assuming yeah, you kind of know what right. it is. The whole point of the restaurant is that you are, even though you're inside kind of like a giant soundstage, it's set up to look like you're outside at a drive-in movie. And so you're watching movie reels of old B-movies and funny Disney you know, clips and, and, um, and lots of just cool stuff like that. So you're actually watching the movie as you're eating in your, but it's in not your convertible actual, it's car. Little bits of movies are, are pretty. Yeah, you know, it's little not, bits of movies. You're not watching movie. like first run movies or anything, right. but yeah. um, you are you are sitting in a you know it's like you're sitting out in a big field you know watching a what are they called drive-in movie right. And so the one the the complaint that I have is that the 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 reel is not quite long enough, and usually you're repeating stuff from the beginning by the time you're done mm-hmm. with your meal. And my other complaint is that for whatever reason. I can't think of another place where I tend to wait longer when I have an ADR than sci-fi. That you know, you you have a twelve thirty ADR. You you know, who knows when you're going to get in, right? Yeah, so. if you have a dining reservation there, which you should definitely have, um, you, I, I always do feel like I'm waiting quite a while, unless my dining reservation is for like eleven thirty in the morning and so when they first open. Right. But even then, even then, you wait all the eleven thirties come at right. once, and yeah, so so you, it does feel like you're waiting a little bit. But the waiting room is area. The waiting room area is kind of fun too because yeah, they've got really, lots of props and yeah. stuff to look at but yeah so you probably a lot of you are probably surprised that neither of us picked hollywood 
Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good restaurant. There's nothing I've enjoyed my meals there, but I mean, I, if I had to, I don't know about you, but if I had to, obviously we, that's not our first pick of, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't recommend against going there, but I mean, it's just, you know, I like the other two better. I, I, I think that both of those come ahead for me. Than, than I, I, I do too. I mean, the food is probably high. The food is obviously higher end of Brown Derby and the price is higher end of Brown Derby. Yep. Um, but in terms of true, unique Disney theming, I think that sci-fi and 50s primetime are two of the most well-themed in all of the Disney parks. So so that's our overview of uh, DHS table service. Let's move on to the Animal Kingdom. All right. The other other park. The other other park. And this is the, the most other. Yes. Other this is park. the one people are like, how long? What do I got to spend? Do I really have to go to Animal Kingdom? Right. Well, yes, you do. It's well, a fabulous and, park. And while you're there, I recommend going to Yak and Yeti, which is the Asian themed um, restaurant and mm-hmm. have, you know, pretty much nice, you know, it's kind of like a PF Changzi kind of Asian fusion yeah. kind of uh, food there. And it's, and it's pretty good stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a nice, pleasant meal. And, you know, I, the really interesting kind of theme, yeah. really interesting atmosphere there too. It, the, the theme is that you're, um, dining in a guest house in Asia, in India, actually. So it's, um, you know, there's little signs for the guest rooms and lots of kind of mismatched furniture and very interesting light fixtures, lots of, lots interesting of light cool light like fixtures. Um, yeah. So the food is pretty good there. And also I will recommend that if you get the chance, uh, there's an upstairs room that has kind of a view of actually the parade route. It's not a great view. You're kind of craning your neck to look at it, but it's actually really kind of, I think it's it, actually a great view. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's also <laughs> at, by, at parade time, it tends to be, you know, by the, it's off time for meals and you kind of right. have that room to yourself and stuff like that. So if right. you can ask to eat upstairs and, and look over that with the window upstairs with you. in the window room. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause then you'll be able to see and, and tell them you want to watch the parade and then they'll be able to choose your table better. Um, what's interesting about Yak and Yeti is that it's not a Disney owned restaurant. It is, it is owned by a larger corporation, larger company, um, a restaurant company. And so the food is going to be like, I think, I think the fact that you said PF Chang, yeah. Chang Yi is kind of the, is the operative term here because it, it does, it does feel, um, a little bit more corporate in terms of the food that they're, that they're going to give you, but it's still great food and there's some wonderful menu items. So, and so there's not a lot of choices left. What else? Will, what, what are you going to pick today in Animal Kingdom? <laughs> well, I'm picking Tusker House over there in Africa. This has always been, even when this was a counter service restaurant, when Animal Kingdom first opened, it was one of my favorites because they had this great rotisserie chicken. They had great breakfast items. Um, and so I always used to go there anyway when it, before it was even a table service restaurant. Now that it's table service, it does have characters for breakfast and lunch. Um, and the, uh, it, it is a buffet and the buffet is, has a few different, interesting, unique menu items as well, which you're not going to find at your standard Disney buffets because it's a, it's a, um, it has a little bit of an African feel to it. And it's got the same appeal. Not quite, it's not quite as interesting as Boma, but it's right. still pretty interesting for a in the park buffet meal. I mean, you know, it, 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 as buffets go in Disney parks, I think it's, it's probably among the best, mm-hmm. you know, I think got, so too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And what's really fun about the characters there too, is you do, you do get to see Mickey. Um, you get to see a lot of the fab five and they're wearing their little safari gear outfits, which you're not going to get that picture in many other places. So that's a good place to grab a lot of great autographs and pictures if you're, if that's what you're after. So those are our Animal Kingdom picks as, I mean, honestly, you don't have a lot of choices of an Animal Kingdom. Yeah, the only other choice Cafe, you have is Rainforest Cafe. Which is not bad. I, you know, we had breakfast there the other day and I was not 
I, I'd heard good things about the breakfast, but I, yeah. I wasn't blown away by it. But I for, wasn't either. But uh, for lunch, you know, or dinner, it's it's fine. It's yeah. a good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Rainforest Cafe. Volcano. But the thing is, is, but a lot of people have a Rainforest Cafe in their hometown. They yeah. could, they could mm-hmm. go there anyway. Um, right. But it's, there's definitely nothing wrong with it either. But I, yep. I would say, I would if I was prioritizing, I would put that my third my third option in. Mm-hmm. I would too. So now we'll go over to California way, and uh, we will talk about Disney California Adventure, which. May not necessarily deserve the other park moniker anymore, given all the new with Cars Land and all the cool new stuff that they've gotten over there. No, it's gotten all the press the past year, yeah. right? So maybe, maybe all the money and all the press. Yep. Yeah, but uh, we'll still, you know, from a dining perspective, I think it's still kind of the other park, if nothing else. Um, you know, uh, absolutely. You know, so yeah. There's once again, there's not a ton of options from table service perspective over there. I'm actually going to go out. On a tangent here, and right. we're a little go out on a limb that probably not people are gonna and pick you know say wine country Cateria, I think is actually a bit of an underrated table service option okay. in, in California. I mean, you know, once again to use a to use chain restaurant amalgam, it's it's kind of like an Olive Garden mm-hmm. in in the park. I mean, it's it's not you know it's not the most spectacular amazing food you've ever had or anything like that, but it's pretty good and it's it's you know it's cool and it's you know it's easy to get into a lot of the time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The setting actually, is beautiful yeah, on, a, on quite, a really nice SoCal day yeah. sitting outside. Yeah. It's really beautiful. So I, I mean, you know, again, it's it's. It's nothing spectacular, but I think it's a little underrated. So I'm going to pick Wine Country Trattoria as my as my choice there. Your great lasagna there. Leaving you with the option of either picking Ariel's Grotto or Ariel's Grotto, pretty much. <laughs> um, and I, I, you know, Ariel's Grotto is fine, um, but I can't pick it as my favorite. I yeah. can't. I can't like. So I'm not going to. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm going to bend the rules a little bit. I mean, Ariel Scrato is okay, but it's not like, it's never in a place that I'm going to be like, yeah, I want to go there for the food. You know what I mean? I mean, it's definitely a princess yeah. place to go. Which is a common theme among princess places is that usually <laughs> the, it's the princesses trying to get you there more than the food. More than the food. That's right. Um, and so I'm going to go, even though this isn't technically a table service restaurant, I'm going to go with Cove Cafe, which is, they do, they do serve you, sort of, you know, I mean, you do order from a menu and mm-hmm. there's a, and you get a, a real honest to goodness, you know, ceramic plate and stuff like that, you know, so I'm going to get, although in Disneyland you do, you get that most and often anyhow, yeah. but, um, but Cove Cafe, you know, you have, you have a server, you have a bartender and everything like that. And Cove Cafe is great. You get a great view of Paradise Pier. Um, it's right next to Ariel's Grotto. So maybe that, <laughs> helps. <Yeah. laughs> but the um I find the menu items to be really fun and really good. And so I really like the food there. So if you haven't been over to Cove Cafe, it's a little tiny cafe right next to Ariel's Grotto. Um technically a bar lounge. But you know, again I'm all about food at the bars and lounges these days because they're they're doing so much good stuff with that right now. So I'm gonna say that. But, but and of course this is kind of you know tricky in, in Disneyland because the the Counter service food in Disneyland, I think, is so good. Yeah, that, you know that, that it's, it's. I mean, good. everybody would go to Flo's Cat. I mean, everybody would go to Flo's V8. I would go to Casino Cucamonga because I. You I, would I go to really Casino Cucamonga, right? You know, Pacific Wharf Cafe. There's, there's, there's so many good um, counter service places in California Adventure that you probably aren't going to end up going to table service <laughs> anyway, honestly. But unless you want to see the princesses, like we said. Um, but uh, so there, there are our choices for for California Adventure, but you know. On a tangent, if you're there, eat counter service because <laughs> it's just good. It's just so, good. 
that has been our kind of overview of table service at the other parks. If you're thinking, hey, I'd like to know more about the snacks at particularly Animal Kingdom and Disney Hollywood Studios, well, AJ's got you covered. Head on over to dfbstore.com right now and you can get a great deal on either the book by itself or I highly recommend buying one of the bundles with yeah. uh, the other snack guides or if the, the bundles DFB are just there. absurdly discounted yep. so that's <laughs> like, a, that's they're a like thing. 40% off and, do you, do you and then a, you get all the books do you have a sale code on the uh, on the animal kingdom book right now or on the AK and DHS book sale code on the AK DHS book right now to get $3 off the purchase price is snacks 13 so there you go head on over and get yourself a copy yep now we're going to do some listener questions. We are going to answer your questions. So our first question is from Amy M., who says, assuming that you have scheduled only one evening in downtown Disney and you're planning to have dinner at Cooks of Dublin, inspired by a review on the DFB, Yum. which is the better choice for dessert, Sunday at Ghirardelli or brownie cream sandwich at Earl of Sandwich? Thanks, and I love the blog. The blog loves you, too. The blog loves you, Amy. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in real quick and just say, you know, A, if you're having dinner at Cooks of Dublin, why aren't you getting the fried Mars bar? I didn't even think about that. You're so right. It's called the dough bar, D O H bar. And that's, that's thing is good. But Uh, you know, if you're really a Disney food fan, you just get two desserts. That's true. You can't, maybe that's the point. She's like, after I've gotten my first dessert, where should I go for my second? Exactly. And I don't know about you, AJ. I, I probably pick Ghirardelli. There's a lot of options there and it's really, it's really quite, you know, the Sundays at Ghirardelli are out of this world. They're so good and they're giant and, you just, yeah, and there's so many to choose from. Um, I'd probably pick that too, but to be fair, Earl of Sandwich, brownie cream sandwiches are huge. They're decadent. They are delicious and they're also portable. So if you don't want to finish the whole thing after mm-hmm. you've already had your dough bar over at Cooks of Dublin, then you can have half of it and bring it, bring it back with you. Also at, um, something that's going to come on the blog pretty soon, we're going to have a review of the, um, ice cream sandwich that they now have over at Earl of Sandwich. Cause they've taken those same brownies and put ice cream between them instead of the, the frosting. And that's out of this world too. I mean, that's really, really good. I that's a good way, like, you know, to improve things is just stick some ice cream in between it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's a great way to, great way to go through life. Love it. So the, the short answer is... So we didn't is, do a great job at answering your question. The questions. short answer is go to Ghirardelli, <laughs> but if you do any of the other things, you can't go wrong. And either way, grab a dough bar before you leave. Uh, before you leave and then, you know, grab a brownie cream sandwich and take it to the hotel with you. There you go. That's So that's what it is. While you're at Cooks of Dublin, do you get, a dough, get a dough bar, then go get your get your Sunday at uh-huh. Ghirardelli, and yep. then on your way out, grab the... Grab the that's right. The brownie cream sandwich. And on your way from Ghirardelli over to Earl of Sandwich, just get a salted caramel hot cocoa from Ghirardelli to go mm. and just drink that on the way over to <laughs> Earl of Sandwich. That's it. When in doubt, get it all. It's cool. <laughs> all right. So our next question is from Tara, who is wondering what your opinion is on the best chocolate chip cookies on property or at sea. Oh, at sea. Um, okay. So here's my thinking on chocolate chip cookies as in Disney. They've got lots of different kinds. They've got prepackaged ones. They've got freshly baked ones. Um, I'm always going to go for the most unique option. And so they do have a Mickey ear 
chocolate chip cookie, which is giant. I mean, it's the size of your face. It's huge with the ears and the ears are dipped in chocolate and there's a bunch of nuts and stuff in the, in the cookie. And those, those can be found at, at most of the bakeries, especially over Hollywood studios. Um, so that's something that you can get. It's very hard to eat it all in one sitting cause it's huge. Um, but that's a good one to try, but you know, like I said, I'm going to go for the unique option. So yeah. why don't we think about some of the desserts that include chocolate chip cookies, like, I mean, but then double up and you yeah. get something else too. Yes. I, I agree with that sentiment because I think I don't know of a single chocolate chip cookie that stand out enough. Like I can get a better chocolate, a really good, you know, chocolate chip cookie at home. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but what, what they have that's really good. I would do the, the sandwich, right? The ice cream sandwich with mm-hmm. two, with two chocolate chip cookies. Then you're getting your chocolate chip cookie fix and, and ice a cream. Little, a little extra magic in there was in the form of a ice little cream. Extra As we were saying, magic. put ice cream between it. It's always better. Yeah. So why, why didn't, you know, you're and on you vacation. Can, yeah. Get some, get an ice cream sandwich. And you can get that ice cream cookie sandwich at every single park and at several of the resorts. So they're, you know, they're not, um, they're not in, in low supply, but also in a, going back to Ghirardelli, if you happen, you know, if you, if you and, uh, Amy are hanging out together yeah. in the downtown Disney, um, head over to Ghirardelli and grab the cookie bottom Sunday, which is basically, um, like huge cookies, you know, ice cream, hot fudge, all kinds of greatness all smooshed together in a big Sunday. And it's, it's wonderful. So thanks Amy and Tara for your question. If you'd like to send in a question, send your question. I said question a lot there to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and be sure and put podcast in the subject line of your email and we will be sure to answer it on air. All righty. So now we're going to move from some listener questions to some podcaster questions. It's trivia time. AJ, what was trivia last week's time. What was last week's trivia question? Last week's trivia question was about caramel corn and we wanted to know where are the two places in Disney World where you can now get house-made caramel corn cuz you used to be able to get it at Sleepy Hollow and you can't get it there anymore. So where can you get it now? And our correct answer came from Scott P, who is from Irving, Texas, right around the corner. Ah. Who said the, who gave the answers of a Big Top's treats and Carmel, I'm going to say Kush. Kucha. Kucha. Whatever. That's what I, I, you know. And Big Top treats, Big Top treats is in New Fantasyland and in Magic Kingdom and Carmel Kucha is in Epcot World Showcase. So those are the two places you can go to get. Um, house-made caramel corn. So, Scott, we will be contacting you to get to the free DFB guide of your choice. Yes, and you can get the brand new one. The brand new Animal Kingdom. AKDHS. AKDHS. So, AJ, what's this week's question? Okay, so this week's question is a little, um, it's a little involved. So, get ready. I'm pulling it up right now. That's why it's taking me some time to do this. Okay, so... We have noticed over the past year or two that Disney is introducing new menu items and doing them cross country. So they're introducing them in one of the, um, in either Disneyland or Disney World and then introducing the same menu item on the other coast with like a different name or, you know, whatever. We're noticing that's happening quite a bit that, that we're having some cross, um, cross country menu items popping up. And so, like, for instance, there's the new Mickey Ganache tart that we've talked about on the blog that you can find at Jolly Holiday and you can find at several resorts in Disney World as well. So 
that's something that, you know, a brand new menu item that we're seeing in both on both coasts. So there are there are a few of these and I want you guys to give me two. So there are, I want you to send me two menu items that are new in the last year that are now on both coasts, even if they have a different um, name. So name at least two bi-coastal food developments of the last year. Of the last year. That's right. So send your answers to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com with trivia in the subject line. And if your answer is correct, you will be entered to win your own free copy of any of the DFB guides. This is a tough one. I'm excited to see who, who gets this right. So that brings us to the end of the 16th episode of the DFB podcast. 16. We thank you for joining us. Our sweet 16. That's right. So We should have done all sweets no, today. We should have. Well, too late. So we'll do a sweet 17 podcast. <laughs> so don't forget to go over to dfbstore.com and check out the new Animal Kingdom and Disney Hollywood Studios book that AJ has just released. Or buy a bundle and get a huge discount. And be, or and if you don't, if you just want to buy the book, be sure to use code SNACKS13 SNACKS13 to get $3 off. And the 13 is the number, not the word. And, and once you're... <laughs> good point. And once you're done buying your new copy of the book, head over to iTunes. If you are an iTunes user, leave us a review, a rating. Um, cut over to dfbpodcast.com and leave us a comment. Follow AJ on Twitter at DisneyFoodBlog. Um... Do all these things. They're Facebook, wonderful. Facebook.com slash Disney food blog. There's so many so ways. So many ways you can interact. So many ways you can follow us and talk to us and chat with us and bring us into your daily life. So in the meantime. Who doesn't want that? While you're who doesn't want Brad Johnson in their daily life? <laughs> Only, you know, who can say? Who can say? <laughs> so in the meantime, I am Brad Johnson here with AJ Wolf, and we are signing off for the DFB podcast. Aye, aye.